Hello listeners, CJ here. My pleasure to present an interview with the WWA. We're listening to the stylings of I'm Styling on Your Bro. Settle back, relax, and enjoy. She's a nice girl with the heart of gold And her smile warms my heart when it's cold She is a vegan so she don't drink milk But she's got lovely skin that's smooth as silk Every time I get lost looking in her eyes Deep down in my stomach it feels like butterflies Her hair flows and it's long and it's brown Everything about her turns me upside down Hello listeners, welcome to a special Push to Plat episode today, a very special episode. If if you've been around the PSN store, if you're a bit of a trophy whore, a bit of a sucker for the free game, you you will have come across this. Look, you may have even raged a little bit on this game. I understand some of the trophies, they're a little bit bullshit here, but we're gonna, we're gonna take a bit of a dive today with the developer, with the musicians, with the group that is White Boys with Attitude. Now, as you know, listeners i'm a bit of a classical mofo so i'm well out of my depth here today but i'm i'm looking forward to learning how all this works both on the game dev side a little bit about these musicians but look i'm gonna let them introduce themselves i'm gonna let them talk but we are very very lucky here to have doc white who i believe was an animal doctor on a farm and crushed ice gets his name which is just fantastic from from his time as a bartender this is michael and adrian now if you if you haven't found the game you know put the controller down you can have a look after listen to us listen to us first but the premise of this group is that they formed in 2007 this is fantastic as well after hearing the song crank that soldier boy on the radio as we know as console gamers he was a major influence on gaming going on yeah, later on to make his own, own console so i can't wait to get into that and then hear about the white boys with attitude console that we'll be releasing shortly i'm sure <laughs> on the back of the big yeah, next gen next gen announcements but look before we get there enough from me let's hear from them. how are you guys today i'm doing great i'm doing Thank pretty you. good doing pretty good this is gonna well, be look- fun i can already tell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, look, it's not a serious thing. I can I can assure you, but but something tells me you boys are used to that. Now we've got to get it out of the way first off. Are you both gamers? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's actually kind of how we met um, way way back in the day. Um, I think our opinions. Yeah, two thousand five. I think our opinions on games have changed since then, but uh, we're, we're still very big on games. Yeah, I like that. So, look, we are predominantly a PlayStation podcast, but I'm predominantly an Xbox player. So I don't know how the fuck all this came about. But what what I'd like to ask then is, what do you predominantly play? What is your preferred console? I I have to say I've been switching. Like, last generation I was mainly Xbox. But this generation I I can't say I played one more than the other. I've been swapping mainly between Xbox and PlayStation, but I also really love the Switch. So it's really hard for me to pick right now. It just depends... Like PlayStation has some really cool exclusive games, so sometimes I'm playing PlayStation all the time. But then when it comes to multiplayer, usually I'm playing on Xbox Live for stuff like Battlefield with Adrian. So I'm kind of all over the place right now. And Adrian? Yeah, I, I um usually play mostly Xbox. I do have all systems though. Uh, for the last several months, I've been playing Persona Five Royal on PlayStation. It's taken me so long, such a long game. <laughs> And then I'm looking forward to The Last of Us as well. So yeah, late like recently I've been playing mostly PlayStation, but I'm usually always on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel your pain. I recently finished that uh Persona 5 Royale. That game never ends. <laughs> it never ends. I'm just I'm like at the last I don't want to spoil anything, obviously, for anybody listening, but I'm like right at the last like couple of hours. 
and it's just, I just need to get through it, <laughs> but it's been a great, it's been a great journey and loving it so far. I hate to, I hate to scare you, but the game ends and then it starts again. There's a, there's a whole nother section. So I'm not sure which uh, ending you're at, but I hope it's the real one. Oh, oh I'm at, I'm at the, I'm at the true ending. Oh, I'm good. getting to the true. Yeah. The game already ended and then I'm into the next section, but then, you know, they just released persona four on PC. So I might have to give that a go. <laughs> That's <laughs> never right. ends. That's right. I know you can finally throw away the Vita, although neither of you mentioned that console. So maybe, maybe you oh, already yeah. have. <laughs> no, it's all about the it's all about the 3DS and the and the Game Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so as you can see, listeners, you know, obviously there's a huge amount of money in rap, and I mean, we do have the the predominant two white rappers here at the moment. You know, and what, what I what I loved is you're, you're voted the greatest rappers of all time by two people on social media, which is, is lovely. I think I'm voted by one. Ironically, it's from the same, same, same family, but you know, I, I like it. So, why don't we talk a little bit about your music, and then we'll come back into gaming and, and stuff if you like. So, you met in 2005 in gaming. How did you how did you meet musically though? Did that just evolve from there or well, um when I first met Adrian, he was really big into rap and I was really big into um more like indie rock. And so we kind of bonded over that like he was always trying to get me into rap. He was always sending me like, "Oh, check out this Bone Thug song. That's his favorite rap group." He'd be sending me that and I'd be trying to send him like Radiohead and we would trade so at first, it felt like we didn't have anything in common musically, maybe, but uh, we got each other into different genres. So that was really cool. And uh, Michael was, I mean, Michael's also a musician, even back then. How old were you, like 13? Something like and that. And he would yeah. make like instrumental stuff all the time. And uh, so that's, I mean, that's how we got into music. But the whole thing with the white boys, um, me being a fan of like Bone Thugs and Outkast, uh, like NWA, uh, Dr. Dre, you know, all the old, like the 90s stuff um in the early 2000s when you know the crank that soldier boy and all that mm. bs started coming out i was we were always talking to my uh, me and michael would talk and i'd be like man this this is crap i don't know what's coming what's going on with rap and i think just jokingly one day i was like like we can make a rap song that's like better than this <laughs> i was completely joking and then like a few days later, Michael creates this beat and sends it over to me with like some rap on it or something. And like, that's basically how it all started. It's just, just one big joke that never ended. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that because you, on your site, you have four albums, but then I see you have a, a couple listed. So, so you're above four now, I think, aren't you? You're around. Uh, this new one's the fifth one. The fifth one. Yes. Yeah. So you guys yeah. have been at it. You've been at it quite a long time. Now, most, <laughs> no, I'm not judging here at all. Please. Most musicians tend to grow over time and they develop and refine their style. How, how do you feel you've refined your style since 2007? <laughs> oh, man. There's a big difference between the old songs. I mean, honestly, the first album oh, that we yeah. did, like, I, I didn't even care. Like, I put in no effort. Like, it, when I rapped, it was totally offbeat. And it was just like random garbage. And Adrian was trying to yeah, take it seriously. That. Like you, your verses, you had some good verses and you kept, you kept telling me like, dude, just take this seriously. Like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, like gradually yeah. I took it a little more, like our thing is we try and keep the subject matter kind of dumb, but we try and take the, the rapping, like the technical aspect of it. We started to take that more seriously as we went along. And uh, I'd say that we were talking about this before the game came out, but we kind of started as a parody of bad rappers. But then as things went on, I guess we kind of became more of a satire about all kinds of things going on. So I'd say the subject matter kind of evolved, but also stylistically, like I started to take it a little more seriously. Yeah. What, what do you think, Adrian? Was that fair to say? 
Yeah, I think that's true. I think for each, I mean, we started doing this just for, for us, you know, we didn't really care about putting it out there too much. It was just a fun thing to do. And, you know, as the albums went on, it, like Michael said, it got a little more serious and we started talking about other subjects, whether it was a little political, you know, about society and all these things. But with each album, we always try, and we we do this every time we start, before we even start working on a new album, we're like, well, let's try to do a few things differently. Like, what can we do differently? Maybe try some different styles of rap or some different types of beat that we've never tried before. So even, even though in general, it's been mostly the same, we, we did improve technically, I think, but we always try to do something different that we hadn't done before on like the, the newer albums. Yeah, yeah I agree. I like that. And do you do you write sort of equally, or how does the breakdown? How, how have you found that works? Like you mean like the lyrics? Yeah, lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we write our own verses. So like whatever I rap on, I wrote, and then whatever he rapped on, he he wrote. Yeah. Sometimes we'll collaborate a little yeah. bit. There are there are plenty of songs though where some of our lyrics uh, play off of each other. So in yeah. that sense, like we kind of wade off and like show each other our lyrics and then go back and rewrite some stuff to kind of go along with it. And that was always fun. Like a back and forth, like a conversation yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We always try to have like uh, to be pretty even in all of our songs. So like, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. We were we always try to have, make sure that both of us were uh, spread out evenly throughout all the songs. So not one person was overshadowing the other, even on the choruses. And if like one song, you know, I started the song like on the first verse, then maybe the next song Michael started first. That way we were always pretty even. We didn't, we never try to outshadow anybody. Mm. It's very unwrap like, isn't it? This sort of, you know, like mutual, yeah, yeah. mutual. No one's pushing themselves forward. I love it. It's fantastic. But what I, what I like, I was telling Michael before we started, is that you know I read a recent article on on Push Square, which were very positive about this, you know, this interactive movie and game and, and the way you're you're doing the album and stuff. But there was this underlying thing of like, is it sort of serious or is it not? They weren't too sure and dealing with musicians across across all spectrums like i've done different sort of interviews and some you you think are clearly you know taking the piss having a bit of a laugh or taking the perp almost and then then you, you go in with that approach and they're like really serious and it's not a joke at all you know and then but you guys you guys seem very chilled and very at home in what you're doing but i do i do notice there's plenty of references like in your your new single here the big single which is just it's fantastic as well uh, i mean you're wearing the nwa shirt you're 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 pushing your connections there. I mean, you slam Dre as well in Ice Cube, but, you know, but why not? Uh, in there, so, so you do obviously feel a bit of homage though to these groups, don't you? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that obviously that's where our name comes mm. from. Uh, NWA, um, you know, Doc White, you know, you mentioned earlier the story about the doctor, the vet on the farm and me being a bartender, but we obviously got that from Dr. Dre and, and Ice Cube. <laughs> things like that but i it, what's funny is i know michael from the very beginning before we came to like to release all this stuff we were talking about this and we were thinking about like well we don't know how people are going to take it whether it's going to be serious if they're going to know it's serious or they're going to think it's serious or going to know it's a joke whatever from the very beginning we were pretty much sure we were going to do it on purpose like we wanted people not to know Right. whether it was serious or not you know that's the reaction we wanted yeah i like writing that line like in because like i like weird alan like more comedic stuff but i i feel like our style is more of uh like a blurred line of like are these people serious or not and to me that's kind of where the amusement is because i can also i also feel like in more of our uh, recent songs there's times where we write and i look back and it's like 
well, some of that is kind of serious or like truthful, you know? So like, even in the writing, it's, it's kind of blurred. Like sometimes we're saying stuff sarcastically or like sometimes it's just random lyrics, but other times we're trying to make a point and we take it a little more seriously. So even from the creative perspective, I feel like it's kind of blurred now, which is kind of interesting, I think. But mm, mm. I think that's, that's one of the powers of art, isn't it? That you can say something when it's not obvious you're saying something. You have a lot of influence if you so choose to use it in the right the right manner as well. I mean, now I want to ask you, you've obviously harnessed social media pretty well, uh, YouTube in particular, I think to get your message out. Now you've, you, you've chosen this time to move to PlayStation. Why did you do that? How did that come about? Well, I, uh, back in 2015, I put out a game called Pillar for PlayStation 4. And immediately after that, um, like some people were talking about the music in the game and just kind of got my ideas sparked. Uh, I started thinking about, well, how can we incorporate music? Like, basically, I was interested in, I recorded a concept album right after this, and I was trying to experiment with using the game as a way of enhancing the whole experience. Like, I was really interested in the marriage of, like, gameplay and interactivity and music. And I made this little prototype uh, where I was trying to experiment with doing cool things gameplay-wise with music. And in the end, I didn't keep the prototype, but I was convinced, like, something in that direction could be done. And then around the same time, uh, Adrian and I, we performed what, uh, like the first ever White Boys with Attitude show. And the idea was we were going to perform a show and then quit the project. <laughs> it, was, it was going to be the end of it. And uh, But people, like 50 people showed up to the show and everyone really liked it. And they kept going on about it. So it kind of made me, I, I started looking at like all of the White Boys material and then at that game idea I had. And I was like, well, maybe we can kind of like merge the white boys music with the interactive music video kind of idea that I had going. So it just went from there. And uh, I, it was a side project for a long time. I actually put out another game in 2018 and kind of in my spare time there, I was working on the white boys game, but the white boys game I've been working on on and off since 2016 as a side project. That's cool. Now, look, I, we, we tend to take sidebars here for a moment, Adrian and Michael. So I'm going to do that because I've been blindsided here. You mentioned you're a game dev, but I didn't realize you, you're behind Pillar and you're also behind the Path of Modus. That's the other game you're referring to, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Yep. That's me. Mm. See, like our now, see, we'll go a little bit further here. Our listenership is largely, as I've alluded to, trophy whores and, and people that love to collect trophies. Now, this Path of Modus is known a fantastic trophy game i mean it's a fantastic game as oh, well <laughs> but a, a fantastic trophy game that had a platinum so <laughs> it did it did <laughs> you, yes. you can see where I'm, I'm leading here but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get there in a second i want to i want to know the origins of this this title track here where the perp so if you haven't played the game listeners you load it up you have the choice here of an interactive music video and it's it's a rhythm game and and not only do we have the the single here but you've got the dance moves as well with the motion controller so how did how did you come across Where the Perp? What is uh what what inspired this this song? This is <laughs> this is actually really old. Um, yeah. You you want to start, Michael? Sure. Yeah. So uh, Where the Perp? We had an original version that we made on our very first album. It, it had a totally different beat, and uh, there's a few lyrics that we took from the original that ended up in the new version. But basically, the new version was a complete remake. But in terms of the idea, the idea behind the song. It's basically making obviously fun of all the new like dance trends that are in rap these days. But back then it was Soldier Boy. Yeah, yeah, back then. Originally, yeah. originally it was. 
But like the dance thing never dies. Like if it's not Soldier Boy, then it was like the Whip Nay Nay. And it was like Baby oh, Shark yeah, Shark yeah. or whatever. Like there's always some type of stupid dance. Honestly, like, I, forgot started, all about, um... I forgot all about those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, there was some sample. Like we used to always talk on uh, Yahoo Messenger. And they had these little, uh, I think they called them audibles. And you would send them and it was like some funny thing. Like you would you see a guy and they would animate and then play a song or like he would talk, a person would talk in the message. And one of them uh, was an audible and it was just, I don't even know where it came from, but it was just this guy saying, start wearing purple for me now or something like that. Yeah. And uh, one, th- and one day Adrian was complaining about rap and he's like, yeah, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just make a song and we'll put this as the sample, start wearing purple for me and we'll pour purple on our shirts or something like that. Is that how you remember Adrian? That, that's how, that's, I remember that's it. how it started. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Michael somehow made this beat for he's the one that made the original beat for where the perp and the sample fit perfectly on beat for like the chorus um and the, the original chorus was completely different too like the, the sample was going on in the background going start yeah. wearing purple for me now and the beat was dun, 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 yeah so it was more funky dun, dun. i guess yeah. yeah it was yeah that's how it started and then obviously we if we were with the idea of releasing this stuff like on playstation and stuff we didn't want to we weren't able to use a sample obviously off of yahoo or whatever so we decided to kind of just rework the whole song um to what it is now mm. Mm. yeah I, I like it i like it now is there a lot of programming that goes into into making the motion you know controls actually work for something like that uh with the dance track uh, it was a little bit. I had never done motion. I had never programmed motion controls before, so there was a little bit of experimenting with seeing how it worked. And uh, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm actually not convinced that this was how the motion controls are supposed to be used. <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of hacky. Yeah. But I just didn't really care because it was just a joke or whatever. So I was like, yeah, sure, it's good enough. We'll, we'll put it up. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Now, Adrian, are you are you able? I'm sure you've tried the game at some point. Are you able to get the high score yourself? Um, that's that's mostly Michael. You know, I have I have played the game, and I I don't know what's the high score like twenty one six twenty. I forget for the I dance. I can't remember either yeah, twenty thousand something. Yeah, yeah, it, I'm like just a bit short of it, but you know, at the same time, I'm like. You know how many times I've tested out the, and Michael I'm sure has too, how many times I've tested out the, when Michael was over, oh, you, you need to test out the controls for me. You need to test this out for me. All the times I've tested this out, I, I, I'm just, I played the game when it's out and I'm just like, I'm done. Like this is, this is done. I'm, fi- I'm fine never touching this again. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Now, look, I don't want to shit over your work here, Michael, but I don't know if you realize this. Now, the, we we mentioned earlier on in the episode this, I'm styling on, on you, bro, who who was instrumental today in reaching out to you guys, and I really appreciate. He's a he's a rapper of sorts himself. He he really loves it. I know he's, he's sending you some of his work. He's written a trophy guide on this game, but we were talking about this game when it first came out on PlayStation, and we found a very effective method for, for beating the, the top <laughs> score because to get the top score you have to be perfect basically you can't miss anything and we realize michael that you know you've got all these moves you've programmed it fantastically but really all you need to do is is hold the controller in a vertical position and just aggressively upward wank and that will actually (laughs) i see i see you're used to this method yourself well i well i no i I never did that um 
but I was aware that it could be exploited. Like people keep messaging me, they're like, "You know, you can exploit this, right?" I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just didn't really, I just didn't care that much, you know, because it was just a joke. Um, so I, I think it's a joke within yeah. a joke. I love it. I mean, here, yeah, here's yeah. the thing about motion control. Like, you know, you being an Xbox player, right? You remember the Connect days, like all those mm-hmm. things that. It, it's very hard to get all those things working perfectly. Like I, I exploited so many games using that motion, uh, you know, like the yeah. controllerless motion control stuff. It's just, yeah, whatever. It's fun. It's funny. We we laughed so hard. Somebody sent us that message. They were like, "Yeah, you know, you can just like basically throw the control the controller across the room and still get a perfect <laughs> score." But like, yeah. Well, one thing one thing that delayed the game a little bit. This is a little bit of a funny story relating to this. Is um, originally the tutorial video that I did in the beginning. I did the shake with one hand. I did it more like how we did in the music video. And uh, Sony, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me do that because they were concerned <laughs> that people were going to like fling the controller into the TV. <laughs> so I had to go back like a year later after I'd recorded the original video. I had to make a new one where I had both hands on the controller and we had to redo the icon too. But that's a little funny story oh. about the shake. Yeah. They were... Yeah, I was, at, well, I was actually, I recorded part of that, the original tutorial video didn't i i don't when you were uh, here no, I, th- I think i did that later i think i think oh okay i, th- I know i recorded no it was for the trailer that i recorded yeah, for the that. trailer yeah and then it was funny because then you had to redo everything after playstation yes I, yeah I mentioned all that yeah, yeah. That's, That's fantastic. We, we continually hear about the censorship coming from Sony, from a lot of these Japanese games, you know, the, the little bit of nudity or whatever. It's too much. It's too much for us these days. But now now I didn't realize they were also censoring the, the danger of how you held the controller. That well, is... I think it makes sense because I, I, I think like because on Wii, like you had the, the strap, right? And on PlayStation, you don't. I th- so it, it actually made sense to me. I just wasn't thinking at the time, you know. So I, I, I wasn't too upset about it. It made sense what they were saying, but uh, it was just kind of funny. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's perfect. And then now the other the other track you you, you put into this you know, interactive game uh, and and music or whatever you hear this Mount Vernon, Illinois, which is where you're from, I believe. That's where you drop your tracks. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So this this is a this is a cute little thing, yeah. So I mean, it's a it's obviously it's quite different from the the way the purple one here. It's a two D side scroller. If you haven't played it, you're controlling a car that jumps over animals. You shoot boxes. You shoot cars. You've got a matching game in there as well, which is wonderful. Why not? <laughs> thank, you, thank you. And and then a donut at the end. Again, this the high score is bullshit. In fact, this one has caused many a gamer to rage. I believe you know because they they, they want to get that trophy, Michael. That's what it's all about. You know? I- I understand. understand. Yeah, it's it's very, very tough. Now, you were sneaky here too because you had some backward shooting of boxes. You had a lot of stuff going on. Yes. What what is something like this to program? Does this take take an amount of time? Is this tough or is this just easy? I think I made this level in in about a week. Um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean... Taking some people longer to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I... well, see, it's it's interesting. I mean, people have struggled with the score because to me, I thought it was pretty achievable. Um, on that, mm. the where the purple one I actually thought was a little more difficult. Maybe I don't know. It's just it's interesting mm. to see people, like what's hard for some people. Um, but you don't realize how good the average gamer is at wanking, so yeah, take that into account. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that's true. I did not think about that. You're right. <laughs> but I, uh, when I was doing the Mount Vernon level, I was I was thinking about like, okay, have them shoot backwards at the box. Like I was trying to make it like a really optimal, like there was a certain path to get that perfect score. So yeah, I, I did put a lot of thought into 
how you would get the high score. Like it wasn't just a totally random thing. I did put some thought into that stuff. So now, can I ask? Can I ask you both uh, the reception you you've sort of had from this game, like you know, and and from pushing it forward? Do you think it's a it's an effective method? Are you are you happy with the results? Would you would you do it again? I've been really surprised with the reactions from people. Like people have been really honestly wasn't expecting this. Um, I was expecting to release the game and kind of go back to working on my other like serious game. But uh, like people have been really passionate about it. Like I've never really quite seen the the upwelling of people like this before. So I mean, it was worth it from that perspective. I'm not sure like how worth it it is in terms of like album sales. I still haven't seen any numbers so fully, so I'm not sure. Um, but people have really loved it and have gotten a big laugh out of it. So I think it was totally worth it. I don't know. What about you, Adrian? Yeah, I think um, it's not what we were expecting. I, I think more people like got the joke than than i was expecting i mean there was a few people at first uh, that were like angry that something like this was taking up space on playstation it's like if that's what you're going to be angry about okay but uh i mean for the most part you know even on like instagram and like youtube all our comments have been pretty positive people are just having fun with it so yeah. that's good yeah that's that's excellent yeah look i wouldn't be worried there is so much garbage on the playstation these days <clears throat> last of us too uh that it really doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> what, what comes out now so can i ask and i know i know you, you probably have to temper your answer here with you know ndas and all this sort of business but what's it what's the process like as far as you can talk to in in getting a game because there are there are some people that listen that you know dabble in game creation on, on a much smaller end they you know, or even studying gaming creation, what's the process like dealing with a, a major studio, like a major company like Sony and getting your product on there? Uh, it's pretty cool. They've been really supportive of my last two games. And I think that, like, I don't know, like I, I had to pitch this idea. Like a lot of people I've seen comments are like, how did this get on here? Like they're, they're just totally blown away. But I actually, there was an approval process, right? Like I had to pitch the game and they had to approve it and look at it. I sent them a, an early demo of the Mount Vernon level. And um, they actually were really impressed with the whole concept of like trying to use the game to promote an album. They thought that was really cool. Um, in terms of the actual music, they didn't really quite comment on that. They could, they probably thought it was totally stupid, but they, <laughs> they were really impressed with like the album aspect of it. Mm. Um, so yeah, it wasn't just a, oh, I somehow gamed the system or what. Like right when the game originally came out, people were messaging me and they they thought that I had hacked the PlayStation Network to get the game on <laughs> and they were totally serious too i was like no no this this got approval so i don't know i maybe part of it is because they 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 knew me from my previous games they're like well i'm not sure about this music but we'll just give this guy the benefit of the doubt i don't know maybe that was part of it i don't know but they seem to like the idea there's been so many people asking like how we got the album on there too and for the for the most part, we just joke around. We tell them, "Oh well, Sony loved our music so much, they were begging us <laughs> yeah. to get it on there." <laughs> well, they, they did. They did say they liked it, but they never commented in terms of like, "Oh, it's funny" or anything like that. Like, so yeah. I'm not sure if they thought we were serious or I don't know about that. But yeah. yeah, but I think that's what's puzzled people the most is like the actual album being on the the PlayStation Network. I'd be yeah. I'd be surprised too. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So, so you're, you're telling me there's no Sony record contract in the works at the moment then? <laughs> well, actually, well, that was another part of like what started it because um, back when I did Pillar, I put out the soundtrack and uh, the Sony like music division of the company, they saw it and they were they liked it because they tweeted about it on like the main Sony account. So that's that's what originally kind of sparked a lot of this thought. It's like, wow, okay, I, I, I'm making a game at the same time, like the music that I'm making is getting a platform too. So that's what kind of sparked all of this initially was their reaction to the music for my game pillar. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
That's perfect. Now, look, I'd, I'd have to, I have to ask, otherwise I'll be lynched by, by the listeners. How come there's no platinum in this game? So there's certain requirements to um, have platinum in the game. I don't think I can tell you what exactly the requirements are, but we didn't meet them for this game. So, Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I, the, the game length is getting shorter and shorter, so I know that is no longer a requirement. Basically, if you turn the game on now, you can get a plat. So, so, uh, so I'm, I'm sure that there's something else mysterious there. But one day, one day, listeners, you and I will find out, but that will not, that will not be today. But then the, the rest of the trophies, though, this is more of a personal question for me. You, you actually choose these, don't you? And you, you create them yourself? Uh, that's all, all yeah. within you guys? Yeah. yeah. Yep, okay, that's right. Good. Yep. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Even even the dome the glaze getting glazed, <laughs> I like that at the end. It's it's, it's fantastic. It is it, the, the whole thing is fantastic. Now we we you know ref, I referenced at the start here, but it's a serious question. We're coming into next gen. You know we we've seen the Xbox, we've seen you know the PlayStation, Nintendo's having a rest. They've got enough money at the moment. Will <laughs> will you be looking into a cheap emulator console? You know that you could release uh, branded for like four or five hundred dollars that costs you two dollars yourself. Are you thinking about that as your next move? <laughs> like the soldier boy console well you know allegedly the soldier boy console. <laughs> maybe someday maybe someday you'd have to bump your count up because i think he offered 800 games on his so you'll you'll have to you'll have to do oh, something boy, got a lot of work to do yeah we'll have to up, yeah we got a lot of catching up to do wow. i was i was telling i was telling michael he missed the uh he missed the playstation 5 reveal showcase you know he, he should have put the white boys game on there it surprised everybody people were asking for it though dude i like, i saw people tweeting at someone they're like where's the white boys with the pursuit of money too at the ps5 reveal like they were actually wanting it i'm sure they're being yeah. sarcastic but... Look, I, I think that's valid. I mean, they could have removed that sack boy thing that went forever and, and dropped it. Oh, that boy. Would have been fantastic. Yes. <laughs> exactly right. Oh, Nack cool. three. Nack three. <laughs> Nack three. Yeah. Soundtrack for Nack three. I like it. <laughs> oh, Shuhei would love it. Uh, now, it, it is only available at the moment on uh, PlayStation. Do you have plans to move it across to the Xbox? Or? Uh, not, not Xbox because they don't have motion controls and the controller. Um, mm -hmm. And originally we were thinking about a Switch port, but I also opted no on that for two reasons. One, because I thought no one would care about this, which I was proven wrong. <laughs> and two, um, that you can't sell albums on the Switch store. So that that's um, it's probably just going to be a PlayStation thing for now. But maybe in the future, if we continue doing this and we release a new title or something, maybe we can look at other platforms. But I feel like the Pursuit of Money game was catered specifically for uh, PlayStation 4 and how they do things on PSN. So, Just another uh, selfish question here. As an artist and a creative, both of you, do you fear that perhaps your greatest work ever will be this, this album? <laughs> do, you think, do you think this is the pinnacle of what you've got to offer? <laughs> Uh, that's a tough question because we we every we always say we're done you know like we finish this thing and like we're done we're never we're not working with the white boys anymore this is fun while it lasted you know and and there's been other stuff we've worked on too like michael and, and i have worked on other type of music uh we've worked on like alternative indie rock albums whatever um and you know that's something i've i've mentioned to michael before i've I've always wanted to go back to work on that. So I don't know. I don't know about, I don't know if you can ever beat the white boys, but and who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll come out with another white boys album. Maybe it'll never end. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm, I still don't uh, like, it's still growing like each day more and more people still play it. So I'm curious to see how long this goes for. I don't know. Um, we'll just have to see. 
Yeah, I, I like that. Well, hopefully, hopefully today from from bringing your voices uh, to the people in, in a different different way, perhaps to what they're used to, they'll uh, if they haven't checked it out, they they will go and check it out. Now, this uh, White Boys: The Pursuit of Money is available on the PlayStation all regions. In fact, actually, just before we move to that, I've got to ask. I don't know if you're involved in this or how this works or Sony, but you do have an NA version of this game and an EU version of this game with a separate trophy list. Is that all on Sony's side or is that is that of your doing? Yeah, I honestly don't know how that happened. Um, because on my end, I programmed one trophy list. So I'm not really quite sure. They're the same trophy list, right? That's correct. Yeah. Like the same trophies? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, so I'm not really sure on how that ended up being separate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, look, I don't know. <laughs> the, the people love it, you know, the chance to win uh, trophies uh, two times from doing the same thing. It's fantastic. It's what most oh, of yeah, they can exploit that, can't they? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess but, it's good it ended up that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, look, there's also an Asian store and a Japanese store. If you could manage to push it out there in the future, you know, for free, I'm sure there'd, there'd be even yeah, more fun. Well, see, <laughs> yeah, well, see, like, that's, I try and keep to the English, because like, we don't really localize a whole lot. And for those on those regions, it's like really like it's not in English. Like you have to have everything Japanese and all that. So, yeah, that's the main reason I never launched over there. And I, it it always seems like they're into different types of games over there too. And I'm just not really tapped in the Japanese culture. Like I have another developer friend who makes um, shoot 'em ups, and uh, like all of his fans are in the Japanese. Like his games don't sell hardly anything in the North American and European regions, but they do really well in Japan. So it just seems like it's a totally different type of gamer over there. So I just kind of avoid releasing there but maybe i should <laughs> i don't know totally different game but that is definitely one way of putting it yes <laughs> i like it yeah. I, I like it a lot so look guys i do want to thank you i'm conscious of, of taking your your time up tonight i do i do really appreciate it if our if our listeners are trying to find more of your music and you know and find you and reach out and say hi if you so wish how, how's the best way for them to do that uh so we are on we're on youtube and we're on instagram and those are the main two social media platforms that we use. And we're also on Twitter and Facebook, and you can find all of those links on our official website. And um, you can get to our website by going to www.arap.com. And then everything you need is right there. There's links to the album, links to the game, and our social media. And if you're looking for the game, as we said, it's on PlayStation, both on the EU and the NA. The game with the interactive uh, movies and the singles is free. And then you can buy their album for, it's $10 Australian or $7 US. So it's a bargain. It's nothing, listeners. You can afford that. You're going to wait. Oh, I'd say. Yeah, that's right. 30 tracks, people. 30 tracks. <laughs> to be honest, I, I actually just bought it before we started an hour before, and then I can't figure out how to, to use it. But that's my problem because i got to get a USB drive or something. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what's going on there? But we'll figure that out. But I am looking forward to it because you have some fantastic uh, fantastic titles in there too. So for 7 bucks, why not? You're getting free trophies, listeners. Get off your ass. You've had your wank. Give them some money. They deserve it. They really they really deserve it. It's a, one, it's a wonderful thing. So once again, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today no thank you for having us it's a it's our pleasure thank you yeah thanks so much this was a lot of fun appreciate it well there you have it listeners i hope you enjoyed that conversation with michael and adrian who formed the wwa 
We're talking there, of course, at their latest album, The Pursuit of Money, and the free interactive music video game available on the PSN store in both EU and NA regions. You can also pick up their album on the PSN store for $7 US or $10 Australian. It's worth checking out. You can find all their details in the show notes this week, as well as information about Push to Plat and our regular show and contact details. So I'm going to leave you today with the wonderful stylings of the man who made this interview possible. He sought the contact today and provided us with what turned into a wonderful and enjoyable conversation. Of course, I'm referring to I'm Styling on Your Bro. His trophy guide in rap form can be found on all good trophy sites. So he's going to take us out today with The Receptionist. Late to the doctors and I'm in a rush when look at her and I have a crush. I love that accent when she speaks. It melts my heart and makes my knees go weak. She called my name and smiled at me. I asked her on a date to get a cup of coffee. She said on her lunch break, yes indeed. We held hands the whole way she couldn't resist me. I hope that she knows that I think she's beautiful. I hope she knows that I think she's irreplaceable. I know down in my heart it will be just you and me Till death do us apart and for all eternity Push to Plat podcast are conceived, written and edited by CJ Anderson in Adobe Audition YouTube upload handled by repurpose.io Music licensing by artist.io Push to Plat would like to thank our Patreon producers Zador VP, Redbeard Rick, T-Bird, Olcero, and Ready to E-Beg. Without your support, this show would cease to exist. If you would like to say hi, jump into the Discord in the show notes or on Twitter at Push to Plat. If you're interested in supporting the show, then jump on Patreon, the Push to Plat Patreon, where you can find more information on how to support us and allow us to continue to bring wonderful guests and topics from around the world.